Hey, hi everyone. Uh, welcome to your show, eCoffee with Experts. This is Ranmay here, your host for today's episode. And today we have Armin, who is the CEO of Acero with us. Welcome, Armin. Hi, Ranmay. Nice to be here. Nice to be talking with you. Great, yeah. Uh, Armin, uh, before we take it any forward, why don't you talk us through your journey thus far and more about Acero, how you guys doing, how you guys structured, what you guys offer, and we'll take it forward from there on. Okay, we'll do. Acero is, is a marketing agency primarily concentrating on SEO and link building services. We are based in London, but our team is across the world. We are fully remote. We've been in action for the last four years, and we serve clients across the SaaS, cybersecurity, tech, and legal industries in the UK and outside. Lovely, lovely. I mean, you know, starting your own digital marketing agency in itself is a significant challenge. We all know that, right? So what have been some of the key milestones and challenges that you have faced in your early st stages of building a setup? Um, I, I transitioned into running a digital marketing agency from actually being a freelancer. I used to work in politics in the European Parliament in Brussels up until the UK left the European Union in, after the referendum vote took place in 2016, after which I chose to leave my political job and move to Barcelona and become a freelancer, content writer and SEO enthusiast. It all began when I started a website that sold leggings and yoga pants. And this website grew through a number of different activities. It was a drop shipping operation. I, I spent about six months to a year of my life learning and working with freelancers and watching hundreds of hours of videos on YouTube and doing Udemy courses and all sorts of stuff and growing this website through social media and SEO and then eventually having the confidence to approach clients. And I worked in, with some blockchain clients and then I eventually became an SEO consultant for a, for a law firm and then another law firm. And all of a sudden it became a, a legal industry operation. And then after this, we, I, I got to know more and more people within the industry through working with them as freelancers. And then we began to assemble an agency, had some more traction from some other clients in other sectors, such as SaaS and FinTech and, and cybersecurity, as I mentioned earlier, and we, we branded the Sarah. And we are now putting everything under one roof. We, we are a Cero and yet we're looking to fine tune our services under this brand and then grow in years to come. Wonderful. And then you have been a master at building long lasting business relationships. Uh, can you share your insights on nurturing client relationships, especially in the digital marketing space? And when you're dealing with law firms who certainly have specific needs and expectations and how difficult or what different is it to help advocates or law firms understand digital marketing? That's really, that's a really good question. And it's, it's tricky to get a law firm or certain law firms, actually the ones we work with, they're quite old school, they're traditional. Yeah. They, they don't really know this world of digital marketing yet. They do understand that they do need it, but it's very difficult to communicate what it takes 
to rank a law firm with regards to SEO to a law firm. So it's all about breaking it down in a way that they do understand that and client communication and keeping people updated on what you're doing and what kind of processes it takes is key. Also interacting with the law firm as much as possible with regards to what changes have occurred in UK law, getting that, get, getting them to communicate that kind of information to you so that you can get content made from your content writers on new legal areas, new legal avenues that you can rank. It's all about acting fast when a new visa route occurs. For example, in the field of UK immigration, when a new visa route comes out, that's an immediate opportunity to rank high for a keyword that doesn't have any keyword difficulty right now because it's just come out of the blue. The UK government has just agreed to start a new immigration route. So if you act really fast, if the law firm tells you, oh, this has happened, okay, then we get the, we get a very good in-depth content written on this, a landing page created. We get that landing page published. We create some supporting articles, create a little cluster around it. The chances of that page doing well is quite high because it's a brand new thing and you capitalize on that traffic really fast. So I feel like running these kinds of exercises with law firms is really important. Keeping, making sure that they keep you updated with regards to what changes in the law and you keeping them updated with regards to how you're running the SEO on your side. It's all about communication at the end of the day. Wonderful. Open and transparent channel for communication is so important to building those yeah. relationships, right? Yeah. Great. And then coming to SEO, Armin, what are some of the advanced SEO techniques you have used to help companies achieve higher rankings and better visibility? I think a lot of it comes down to how we begin our journey with a client with regards to some basic target persona research where we actually understand who the client wants to attract to their website. And our research and development team is very strong at Acero. We've had very good, we've had very good feedback about the competitor analysis and, and the information that we find from our site audits from our clients and then the changes that we implement with regards to this kinds of research, which pushes clients forward. It's all about finding out who the client wants to attract and then creating a content plan that revolves around talking to this target audience, which is made up of approaching a number of very easy win keywords at the beginning, but then building this out through content clusters and gaining that EEAT and topical authority, using some more advanced techniques like reverse silos, which can leverage the power of a website, leverage the authority of a website to boost a specific target page. It's a mixture of this kind of stuff, um, but really uh, the main thing we, we try and prioritize is talking to the target audience, whether it, we, we are a SEO and we also do write content as well within this agency. So we have very talented SEOs and we have very talented content writers. We bring these two things together in a way where we're not just creating content for the sake of being ranking higher on Google with regards to like SEO impact, but this content that's actually ranking higher is talking to a, tar to a target persona that's of interest to a company that we're working with. Wonderful. And, and uh, talking about legal marketing, which happens to one of your core expertise or yes. you know, domains, legal marketing is always not just about acquiring clients, but also about reputation management. So how, how do you help your 
clientele law firms enhance their online reputation in a digital world where reviews on social media is so important these days? Yeah, obviously the reputation management is a big, is a big part of why someone would, why reputation management is a big part of how to market your client in a way that people see it as a company worth engaging with. That, that is totally uh, true for a law firm as well. A lot of it is built on the back of reviews, trust. Google My Business is a very important tool for law firms who want to gain local opportunities and clients. Um, we do help our law firms with regards to building out this kind of um, local authority through um, advising them on how to improve Google My Business profiles, how to uh, reach out to clients who uh, they have served but have not necessarily left them a review. What's the best way to reach out to these people after that opportunity has passed? And also how to generally rank a Google My Business profile in a way where it's much more visible on Google Maps. I feel like the visibility in itself, and as long as there is a decent star rating, which is let's say above 4.5 at the minimum, as long as these two things are in place, I feel like there is a trust aspect there. It's all about um, being consistent with the outreach to previous clients and making sure that the law, a law firm, for example, as we're talking about now, understands um, the importance of making sure that they can retarget a client after the client has walked out the door and haven't left them a review, that they can retarget this client and try and get that review. And on our side, we, we would provide the expertise on what changes and what content needs to be added, taken away from a Google My Business profile to make it more visible on Google Maps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last one before we let you go. We we are in the, in this world of AI, right? So I cannot leave you without asking or understanding your take on what AI, uh, how do you use AI in your company, in your agency? And where do you think we are headed? Exciting times ahead for sure. And AI yeah. will stay, is there to stay. But what is your take on it and how do you want to use it or are using it for that matter? We definitely use AI as a way to create ideas around our content. We don't use AI in its full force to generate any kind of content that would go onto someone's website or this kind of thing. However, we definitely use AI to enhance our ideas and, and get, get a better understanding of certain content structures and all of this kind of stuff. I think it's hard to avoid this technology. I think it's definitely here to stay, as you said. I think the most important thing is to make sure that as an agency, you stay above board, you use a robust AI detection tools, even if you have human edited the content to avoid any kind of penalization and to obviously plagiarism check everything. But I think in terms of the AI side of things, you've got to be careful. Like you have to, you've got to have quality control uh, systems in place to make sure that you are above board and you are not breaking any rules. I think AI should be used at an arm's length. I don't think it, you should base your whole strategy on using AI at all. Wonderful. Brilliant. Yeah. It has been a lovely conversation, but before we let you go, I would like to play a quick rapid fire with you. I hope you're game for it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Great. What was your last Google search, Armin? My last Google search was something to do with worker visa applications. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where are you traveling next? 
<laughs> Where am I traveling next? I'm going to Italy. Ah, wonderful. Great. And let's say if we were to make a movie on you, Armin, what genre yeah. would it be? What genre would it be? It would be like a, a thriller about a person who's, who has flipped his lifestyle 180 degrees from being in politics to being a digital nomad slash traveler. Doesn't really sound like a thriller, but it felt pretty thrilling as it happened over the last five years. All right. Politics versus SEO. What do I prefer? I prefer yeah. SEO. I, I much prefer SEO. You have much more... Personally, I, I think politics is a bit of an ugly game after working in it for a while. CEO for me is, is much more kind of fulfilling. I love seeing the results of the work that we put into our clients. And I think that it's just more my world. I'm very happy I found it after uh, soul searching for it for a few years. Lovely, lovely. Okay, the last one will not drill you any further. Where do we find Armin on Friday evenings. On Friday evenings, it depends uh, what country. It depends what country I'm in. You'll find me. You'll find me probably by the river in a pub having a beer. That's probably where you'll find me. Wonderful. I wanted to hear that. Yeah. Next time I'm I'm in there, we're gonna grab a couple for ourselves. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Lovely, Armin. Yeah, it was a brilliant conversation, and I'm sure. Our audience would have benefited a lot out of what they heard in terms of the insights you shared. And thank you so much for taking out time and doing this with us. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for having me.